Welcome to the Life with Bay podcast, a fresh perspective on modern living. Today, we're really excited to share some entertaining tips and tricks with you. Word on the street is that with the vaccinations going up and COVID going down, we're going to start entertaining again soon. I'm so excited. Woo! Let's be honest. One of us loves to entertain and one of us doesn't, but really appreciates the hospitality mm-hmm. and all the effort. Is that an accurate statement, Elizabeth? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't light up thinking about putting a theme together and hosting, but I do love a beautiful tablescape mm-hmm. and like all the creativity that goes into any sort of entertaining. I'm so bad at hosting that my brother and his wife brought over their own food and drinks and oh. snacks the other day. Oh. And I was like, why did you do that? Um and they remind me that my apartment usually only had soy sauce in the fridge along with other condiments. Oh, my gosh. So, Hilarious. So he wasn't wrong. But now that I have Oliver, I really am trying to be better about yeah. being more prepared. Anytime I go to your house, you're always great about offering me a sparkling water. Thank you. Well, that I always have. Okay. Because I drink that all, all the time. Long. Yeah. So when I started writing this, I was going to write it, call it like, entertaining tips from the pros mm-hmm. and then I was like WTF we're not really pros well I'm not well I'm not either like there's people who are anyway honestly I feel like I learn something new every time I do it and I really should be keeping some sort of log yeah you should that's you know? a good idea because I do pick up different things every time mm-hmm. okay well I mean okay. I look forward to continuing to learn from you on this topic too oh. I feel like your mom is such a pro and that you've learned a ton from her. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, 100%. I mean, we're talking themes, homemade, handmade deliciousness for all events, birthday parties, Fourth of July stands out to me as a big mm-hmm. one for you guys. Mm-hmm. And of course, like Dony Family Christmas. Totally, 100%. A big takeaway for me, though, is that my mom loves all the homemade, handmade. And mm-hmm. I'm like, can't we just buy it and make it look really good yeah, sitting I'm with out? You on that. Because I think there's so much energy that goes into that, and I actually am more interested in how things look than how they I'm taste or feel there. or whatever. So that's probably just the modern take on mm-hmm. Patty's entertaining. Correct. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm Can we just buy this shit and put it out and make yeah. it look cute? <laughs> so also I feel like I'm a little bit, since we moved into our house right before we plummeted into the COVID quarantine we had a year of not entertaining because we were renovating our Mm -hmm. house and then we had a year of being in covid i didn't realize you had moved in just two weeks before yeah barely got in yeah so i'm honestly i'm feeling a little nervous and anxious about entertaining again one reason is because i have a new space so i don't know the flow of everything yet Mm -hmm. but i bet a lot of people are feeling that yeah but i feel like if you're into it it'll just be like riding a bike we're social creatures who need to be around that's good other people and you'll be fine i need to dive in i I just have it i need to just dive in all right well today we're going to break it down and share some tips for the three types of entertaining situations we find ourselves in the most last minute Mm drop-ins casual get-togethers and large crowds slash holiday Hmm, i'll be taking notes okay (laughs) All right. Last minute drop-ins. Let's talk about that. There's not too much you can do about these types of gatherings except to have some basics on hand. Do Mm -hmm. you agree? Definitely. I'm learning that living near family. Yes. So your brother not having to bring over his own snacks. 
So that's a good one to start with. I think we had also just moved in, but it, oh, it's still... Oh, I thought this was last week. Yeah, no, you're fine. But it, it's, it feels very, like, true to form. Okay, that makes sense. So one thing is pantry items. Mm-hmm. There are things that just don't go bad. Dried fruits and nuts and crackers. Anything that you can take some cheese and stick it on a platter for an easy snack. And I'm talking the fancy crackers. So please buy the mm. expensive, nice ones and then save those, kind of like a prop. And then you bust those out. Don't put out a Ritz or something or a club cracker, which I do love. I know. Like, I would Um, still be happy to eat a Ritz cracker. Fine. I kind of want Ritz right now. I'm hungry. But buy some of the expensive ones that have cranberries in them. They have them Mm. in Whole Foods. So Mm -hmm. line them up on a wooden board with the dried or fresh fruit and a hard cheese. And lots of them last. And people put them in freezers. I haven't. Do you do that? My mother-in-law does. Okay. If she does it, I believe in it. Dude, she is the bomb when it comes to this. I can't believe I just said the bomb. (laughs) Well, you are old. I am old. It was part of the internet revolution. So, oh my God. Um, Yeah, I think these are great tips. I just have to put a do not eat note on these to remind myself. Can you please just tuck them away? Tuck them in the place where you have the fancy hand soap and the fancy towels. That's true. I know. I'm just more of a snacker than a meal person. But this is a great tip. So one other thing my mother-in-law always does have on hand is black olives that are in a can. Yeah. I feel like that's a a quick way to elevate. That totally elevates that little quick board I was Mm -hmm. talking about. Perfect. All right. The other one is sparkling water or like Pellegrino or a bottle of red and white, a six pack of beer. Just have those things. And also I'm going to take this down like juice box. Mm -hmm. My kids are now teenagers. So I'm buying pop and Gatorade and keeping that on hand Mm -hmm. in a second refrigerator. So it's just always ready. It's just something now. And I thought I was going to be like, oh my God, my kids are going to be drinking it all the time. And they don't. So it's fine. They know it's for party. You're the one drinking all the Diet Coke. I... I don't even buy that anymore because we know I can't not drink it. Okay. So we can talk about that maybe in another session. Okay. The other thing you need to do when you have a last minute, can you just do a quick wipe down of your powder room? I buy those Lysol wipes or something. Lysol wipes and just have them under the sink and you can just like quickly wipe down because, again, things happen in the powder room that you don't necessarily know about. And you might need to wipe it up really quick. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like pee on the seat. Yeah. So just Those take care of that boys. and maybe wipe down the faucet or something just so it looks fresh. So if you have time for only one thing and you have to choose, I feel like that's the item. Okay. See, I also feel like keeping the island tidy is something that makes me happy. Like I'll just give I you agree. a quick story. My dad knocked on the door this morning and actually woke up our whole house. And he was popping over to see Oliver, which was darling. Yeah. But I had wiped everything down last night before I went to bed as like a pre-bed ritual. Because it feels great to come down in the morning. And I was so glad that I had because he would have walked in all like, why didn't you do your dishes and why is your house a mess? Oh, right, right. So that was one thing. It was like the island was clean. Everything was put away. It just felt great. I get it. It makes you feel good. That's a mandatory thing before bed for me as well. Wiping it down. I try. Yeah, I do it a few nights a week. Except now I do it. I go to bed. My kids make frozen pizza. I wake up. There's dishes. I get mad. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I could see that. Damn it. But she has a messy closet. I do have a messy closet. All right. Um... This is a funny one, but I keep a couple of things in my house that I call props. These are things that we do not use on a daily basis, but I bust out if someone comes over. For example, a really fancy and expensive disposable 
towel for the bathroom. Like, okay. you know, the little ones. Like, I have some that match my wallpaper from yes, Serena and Lily. cute. You know what I mean? They're yeah. kind of expensive. You don't want everyone using them every time because they'll totally. be in your trash. Right. But I have them hidden away, and then I get them out. I also have expensive hand soap. I just like how it looks and smells on the kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. But again, don't it's be trying to use your... that shit on a regular basis. Oh, genius. Get soft soap or whatever mm-hmm. and use that daily because... Now we all wash our hands a lot. I like this category of prop. Yeah, prop. It like takes out, you don't have to live like that every day. Totally. So don't think that we do. I once designed a house for a couple who all of their kitchen appliances, they told me they were props. They told me, they're like, Bridget, these are props. We're not actually using them. They were like, you don't even have to hook up the gas line. I was like, I mean, we kind of have to because it's for code. And they only bought them for resale value. That's hilarious. Their appliances. They're like, we no, we're never cooking. Not one time. So That's anyway, hilarious. I have to attribute my prop usage for them. Extra things if you have time. Emptying out your trash. Throwing a few lemon peels down the disposal to l- eliminate dinner odors. Like if you're making fish. Wiping down the counters. And then my always favorite, turn on the tunes. Uh, always. Instant game changer. I'm with you there. Always. All right. What about for casual get-togethers? I would say start with all those last-minute things that we Mm -hmm. just talked about. Powder room, wiping down your island. Definitely clean your house. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you'll want to present the best version of your home to your guests, right? Yeah. I mean, this is assuming that you're listening to this podcast because you care about these things. Right. Right. So right. like, you know, do your best. I consider a casual get together as you thought about it in advance and you invited people to come at a certain date and time. So it's like there just isn't stuff everywhere. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to present your best version. Doesn't have to be perfect or magazine ready. A good tip that I got from my mom, always empty your dishwasher and your trash before guests arrive. Even if there's barely anything in it, start with both of those things empty. That's good. They'll inevitably fill up. They will. And I am now doing kitchens where we're installing two dishwashers. Are you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's great. I do, too. I just struggle with, I mean, we're running ours. if All the time. Yeah. So, like, I know. if not every day, every other day. And so yeah. I can only imagine with more kids and more people, you're running it all the Sometimes time. Sometimes I wish I had two, but I didn't want to give up my lower <laughs> cabinet space. Exactly. My space isn't that big. But anyway, I think that's a great new way to do it if you can. All right. My other tip is don't freak about food. I am with you 100%. Like, let's just not. We are not chefs. We are not going to spend hours in the kitchen preparing complicated cuisine. What's more important is how it looks. Which is always more important. Obviously. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I feel like since we have such a big family, like if we're all getting together for a Sunday night meal, that involves 16 people. Yo, so that's crazy. My mom started just sending out a menu of a chosen restaurant to order dinner from, and it makes it so much easier. I love that so much. We rotate who pays for it or everybody chips in. So it's nobody feels like they spent all this time. Yeah. You know, your getting whole day putting prepped. a dinner together. Yeah, and I know with my mother-in-law, and this is something lovely about her, is that you always sit down to a plated meal, and it's on your real china. But my mom's very loose with, get a paper plate at Sunday night. I want to go to bed after this. Yeah. So you just have to figure out what works for you, and it takes the pressure off. And then we've also been able to try a couple of different places as a family. And support the local businesses, too, right? Exactly. So, yeah, I'm all about this I love that. I'm going to see if I can start that at our house. You should. Love it. No fresh. The other thing about food. So one time I went to this party and they asked me to bring an appetizer and I was a little bit intimidated with the crowd. It was like new people, but Mm -hmm. I was also short on time. 
I was also also on a diet, and I didn't want to be tempted with my usual like bread and cheese. Right, that goat cheese baguette. Right, thing. yum. So I made a Mediterranean style snack board. All I did was cut up like different colors of veggies, like red peppers and carrots and snap peas, and then I purchased pre-cut cheeses and a couple meats. Scooped a few dollops of hummus into some small bowls and warmed up a couple frozen things like Spanakopita from Whole Foods mm. or Heinen's. And then I just put everything on a giant board and by keeping the like things together, keeping the veggies together, keeping the so cheeses it was like together. a visual feast It was a well. visual feast and everyone, it was a big it hit. It was a hit. I'm going to say it was a hit. And then I also felt like it was healthy. Nothing was cooked. Right. You know? So not huge effort there. It was more of like an assembly. The assembly. Oh, I love that. And also a little bit fun. I love going through the fancy cheese section at the grocery store. You should do a tutorial of this. I will. I will put this together and we will share it because I just feel like these are easy things for people to do and you don't have to feel the pressure of amazing apps. Yes, I'm into it. All right. What about the last thing is I think it's really important to help guests feel comfortable in your home. And you are awesome at that. Go. Thank you. Well, I feel like making space for people in your home is one of the things that makes them feel comfortable. So having food and drink set out for them. I'm a big help yourself kind of person. Like I we don't host a lot of random parties It'll just be more intimate gathering. So it's like if you're here, your family. Nice. Whose tagline is like Bob Evans or something? I think so. Um, So always offering drinks right away. I'll tell people like help yourself in the fridge if there's something that you don't see here. Having music on is something that really helps set the mood. It makes me feel lighter and more engaged in conversation. And Brent and I will have a conversation ahead of time of like. Okay, if he's cooking, then I'm more on entertainment duty and vice versa. Oh, that's a good idea to talk about in advance. Yeah, to kind of plan of like, okay, these people know each other or this is how we kind of see this going so that we're not leaving our guests. You are good at that. In the lurch. Yeah. Yeah. And then if it's a seated dinner, I've been to these types of meals before where there are name tags and that makes me feel so much less pressure. I agree. So if it's a group of people that, you know, maybe it's new couples getting together, obviously if it's family or close friends, um, not necessary, but I love... The effort of like planning out who can sit next to who and then yeah. it doesn't feel like an awkward yeah. situation when it's time to sit down. Wonderful. That's great. Thank you. What about anything we do in the powder room besides cleaning it? Oh, yeah. So uh, some things I love to have in the powder room just to make people feel more comfortable. A nice smelling candle, poopery. I mean, I hate talking about that. But it's, Can we not uh, poop at parties? Well, sometimes... <laughs> I mean, I don't Is like, that really necessary? Maybe for some people. Okay. <laughs> like, that's the thing. How embarrassing if you have to. Okay. Just don't. <laughs> you Just deal with the stomachache the rest I of the night. I have a really inappropriate story to share. Is it appropriate for a podcast? Okay. So when Brent and I were in college, we were at this party. Okay. Like a kegger. Okay. And he had to poop. Mm-hmm. And the line was so long. Uh-huh. That he ran into the back porch and threw up over the balcony. He threw up over the balcony? Yeah, because he couldn't poop. Oh, oh my God. I didn't even know those were the same. I didn't either. They were connected. Maybe this needs to be cut out, but I thought that 
Maybe ask about your... I don't think that's appropriate. So, so maybe the potpourri is for my husband. Okay. Okay. No, I think it's a very nice touch. Okay, thanks. Um, extra toilet paper on hand, a step stool for kids. Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah, the disposable hand towels because I hate like drying my hand Ew, on an when already, it's already used damp. towel. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, and some soft music if possible. Always music makes everything better. All right, next we're gonna talk about large crowd entertaining. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel a little overwhelmed just stating that. Yeah. But we have a large family, as we said, Christmas Eve, which we'll have an entire podcast about that one day, but. It can be about 70 people. It's bonkers. It is. I also can't believe how well our family has this down, but it is quite a production. I feel like your mom has it down. I need need her to, like, give me a tutorial. Well, she'd be happy to. All right. So there's, like, infrastructure involved with this. That's the first thing. You almost need to put together a design plan, Mm -hmm. okay, of stations where things need to be. But one of the big ones that's sometimes overlooked is garbage. And you need to have a zone for garbage and recycling. Do not use your kitchen garbage because it's going to overflow in two seconds. Set up a full-size garbage can somewhere. Go buy a new fresh one from Lowe's and put it in. Or I've seen these pop-up ones from party stores that are like five bucks and they come in different colors. Okay. Yeah. My my parents always bring like the industrial bin. Yeah. And it's so ugly. But it's necessary. It's so necessary. Yeah. Yeah. But then someone has to be like... Go hose it out. I don't know. Like at Christmas, it can also be 20 degrees and no one wants to deal with that. So I'm excited about these pop-up versions. I'm going to give them a shot this year. Get your bathroom ready and a second bathroom too because with that many people, you're going to need more. (laughs) We have not had to get La Porta Potty yet. So let's never do that. Or you know how they have those nice ones that come in on a trailer? Yes. We're not doing that. No. But all the fun tips that Elizabeth mentioned above, but don't forget to have, oh, you already said that. Yeah. Extra TP and hand towels ready. Yeah. That's right. Just have lots of that. Just have lots of that. Double it up. All right. Unless you've hired a catering team, go ahead and use disposable plates and napkins and flatware. Sorry. We know it's not eco-friendly. One night it'll be okay. Costco sells really great plastic flatware. It looks like real silver, and there's gold ones out there now, too. I know you love that. Mm -hmm. And then please buy the plates that are super sturdy and won't bend as you're piling up food on your plate. It's crucial. Right? So anyway, we hate to be promoting all that um, disposable stuff, but for a party of this size, you're really going to need that. And who wants to be washing dishes all night? Not me. No way. Speaking of catering, can you outsource any of the meal? If you can, please do. Mm -hmm. I can't stand when I'm hosting and everyone comes in with their own item, like a potluck. I don't like, first of all, I don't like how it looks because it's mismatched. Mm. All the dishware is different. Mm -hmm. And then also what happens is you end up with 16 potatoes and zero vegetables or something like that, Right. right? Unless you want to be all organized and assign things, which that happens in our family too sometimes, and that's a great idea. But it is really nice to be able to outsource. And then what we've done is be like, and then everyone contribute beverages or dessert or something. Oh, dessert is a good one. Dessert's a good one. Yeah. Because you want that, I don't know, especially like holiday time. Everyone has favorites. Have a place for coats and purses. So when we've done these giant parties at Christmas time. We're obviously in coat season and boot season Mm -hmm. and who knows what could be happening outside in the Midwest. So we always grew up throwing them on everyone's bed. Someone would like just take all the coats and throw them on a bed. I don't know. Now I'm finding that kind of gross that the coats are dirty. I don't know. Do you like that? 
I honestly I never thought about okay. it, but yeah, it is gross. And then I guess it just depends on where you have like a bed, like a bedroom. I think it this happens more when there's like a first floor bedroom and right. it's super convenient about just tossing it on there. Mm-hmm. But then you end up with like a giant mountain of black coats after too, right? I know I have Let's be spent honest, they're like all black. 20 minutes trying to yeah, find my and coat and like going home leave. with the wrong one. Right. That's a thing. This is, right. this is a real thing. So I don't have a first floor bedroom in my house. I'm getting ready to host this giant party at Christmas this year. I'm considering investing in a rolling rack. Or That's a great idea because you can use it again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The container store, I feel like, has them. Yeah. So we might need that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about this crowd is have a plan for shoes. We are a shoe house and everyone keeps them on. Mm-hmm. Are you a shoe house? I am a shoe house. Okay. But sometimes we're hosting and the weather is rainy and slushy and gross and the shoes come off. I have a couple of inexpensive boot trays. They're like five bucks at Lowe's Mm -hmm. or something. And I just keep them in the basement and bust them out for this occasion. My mom used to always use old bath rugs. She always, she never throws things away. So she always has these things. Right. So they pull those out and that's perfect though for putting by the door to get all the wet and stuff. Totally. But I went to this Christmas party. It was a guy that Brent knew for work. So it was more of a social one, not a family one. Okay. And I had these over-the-knee boots on, which were in style at so the time. So sexy. Yes. Ooh. And it was a shoeless party. And so taking off That's the like over-the-knee. That's like the whole outfit. It was. Like, it's like taking off your dress. Not only was it embarrassing, because there was no bench to sit down to take your shoes off. People oh, were, like, God. kicking their boots oh, off. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable for you. Yeah, this is it cringy. Was, it was so awkward. Oh, and I felt I'm uncomfortable sorry. the whole time I was in there because now, like, half my outfit was gone. Right. You were yeah. like, I put this outfit together. The boots are a crucial part. Yeah. And then now you're feeling uncomfortable, and now you're like, that's a bad host. Yeah, I didn't so recognize I my needs. I almost wonder if it's, like, do you signal that you're a shoe or a shoeless house in your invitation for a party? Or Oh, wow. I don't know. I know. Bold That move. seems like an older sister bossy move that I would get in trouble for. But you could pull it off. I totally could. Yeah. As the youngest, I'd just be like, no, we're keeping our shoes on here. Right. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if for some of these holiday parties, if you need to signal that you're a shoe or a shoeless house. In advance of the party, like on the invitation? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you could pull that off because you're the cute little sister. And if I tried, I'd be like bossy, overbearing sister. Hmm. You know? Well, I appreciate that. So, but I like the idea. Maybe like a sign upon arrival. Yeah, I don't know. Since I don't really like to host, I just like the idea of other people having to do that, not me. Right. You and know? do you know that sometimes I overthink things? This might yes, be one. Yeah. I do. So, anyway, these are some of the tricks of the trade that we've learned over the years. Neither of us are experts, but we do enjoy a comfortable and well appointed gathering. Do don't we not? We? we do. What other tips do you have, our audience? I'd like to hear some more because these are things I'm part of the ongoing education mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of life. Um, so seriously, we need to have this conversation again, though, since we're all out of practice. So maybe we should give it a whirl and talk about it again. Share your ideas with us on Instagram at lifewithb or go to our website, lifewithb.com. See you next time.